Hello, grab your tea and join me. Today we're going to be talking about amazing miracles that happens when we believe. Now I'm not just talking about believing that God can, but I'm taking it up another notch. I'm going to be talking about believing that God has. There's a big difference between the two. And so we're going to be delving deeply into that. And this is going to be an amazing discussion. So just go ahead, sit down, relax, and be ready to be inspired. And now the word inspired means that it's going to propel change. So you're not just going to hear the word, but you're going to be changed by the word. That's how powerful God's word is. And so I'm just excited today to be able to share out with you so that you can receive those amazing miracles in your life that comes with believing. Now, this is not just my words that I'm sharing out with you today. These are Jesus' exact words, and God never changes. If believing worked miracles back then, we know that believing will, will create miracles right now in your situation. So whatever situation you may be facing today, and I know sometimes we're fighting to keep the faith. We're fighting to keep believing. And just like with the, the hurricane that just comes and it just batters uh, the islands or batters whatever it touches, that is what happens to our faith. Life comes and it just batters us and it just shakes our faith. To the point where we start doubting and we start saying, man, you know, God gave me this great promise but and this great dream. But because our faith has been shaken by the storms of life, we sometimes get tempted to give up. We know just like I've lived through many hurricanes, just like many of you um, from from these Caribbean islands. And we know that when the hurricane just starts, you know, we sit in the house we hear the, the wind howling and the first 15 minutes, you know, we kind of sit there wondering what's going to happen. And then slowly we start to see uh, rain dropping in the, in the room where you're sitting. And then you hear windows cracking. And then the, the longer the hurricane takes and the more intensity the hurricane brings with it, it shakes off. Our faith it shakes the foundation of the house and that's how life is sometimes you know we go through things sometimes if we just go through one thing one time we're able to bounce back and we're able to be ourselves and say okay you know we regroup and we're able to come back but what happens when your faith has been repeatedly shaken what happens when we've been hurt uh, so many times repeatedly what happens when we failed we've 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 believed that we have this dream and this word from God but yet still you know we feel as if man i can't seem to to get there it's just it's just going on and on so just like what the hurricane would do for a house or for a roof it keeps shaking it shaking it uh we we know that sometimes that happens in our lives so i'm just here to encourage us today in God's word because I know that our faith may be shaken, but that's what belief is for. So the belief is our foundation because we see that um, 
I don't want to use my own words. So let's go to what, what Jesus said. There was this guy who was, uh, his servant was sick. And sickness is just one of those things that comes in life to batter us and to bruise us. It could be our health. It could be finances. It could be poor relationships. These things all come to batter and bruise us, to, to take us off the path that God has for us, or just to shake our faith. Now, why does these things come to shake our faith? Because the enemy knows that Jesus said in Matthew 8, verse 13, as you believe, so it will be done to you. So whatever you're believing, that's what's going to happen. So the enemy comes to shake your belief so that you can no longer believe because of what you may have gone through. So today, I want to inspire you. I want to encourage you to believe despite what has come against you in life. I want you to believe. So uh, let's look into to this example. So here was this guy who was sick. Now, unless you've been deathly ill or, or, or really sick, sometimes you can't relate. But if you can relate to being so sick where you think all hope is lost, you, you may not be able to relate to this. But this guy, they called him a centurion. They didn't tell us his name. He had a servant who was sick and he was so sick that doctors couldn't help him. And so this... Um, he needed a miracle. And so some of us may be in a situation today where we are in need of a miracle. We may have heard a doctor's report. We may have heard an attorney's report. You know, there may have been so many reports that we may have heard. And just like this centurion, everything seemed helpless and bleak. And so he went to one thing that turned everything around for him. He went to Jesus. And as he went to Jesus, Jesus, he asked Jesus, he said, listen, my servant is sick and I know that you can speak the word and he will be healed. And so what's amazing is Jesus' response and the response that Jesus gave him is the same response that he's given us today. Jesus told him, go, as you have believed, so it will be done. Because when he came to Jesus, he came believing. He didn't come thinking, huh, I wonder if Jesus could actually heal this guy. He knew, he came believing. And so Jesus told him, you know what? Your belief is, is what is causing this thing to be done. Because Jesus needs our faith. He said repeatedly to so many people, he said, your faith has made you whole. And we know that whole there is the word uh, shalom. It's made you whole. So when Jesus heals, he don't just heal you from sickness. He makes you whole, which means um, in your mind, in your spirit, in your body, in every area of your life because he is a God of wholeness. And so I want you to think about what it is that you may need Jesus to intervene in, in your life today. And I want you to think about your belief level. Let's, let's learn from this centurion. Centurion just means this guy who was the leader of, um, of a, 
of a big army or a, a number of troops. And Jesus said, um, he says, go as you believe it will be done. And so a lot of times we hear people say the person who believe they can and the person who believe they can't, that they're both right. Because if you believe you can, I didn't say it, but Jesus said, you're going to, as you believe, that's what you're going to have. And then we know in Proverbs, we also read, um, you shall have what you say. Because you usually say what it is that you believe. And that's why we always use um, affirmation, words of affirmation, which just means we're repeating out loud what God says about our situation because we know that words matter. N don't forget, words are the things that created this earth. If we believe in the Holy Scriptures, it says plainly, when God looked on the earth and it was, it was um, void, said so the form was void and it was just darkness on the earth. He spoke and he said light and then light appeared. Is either we believe it or we don't. That's how powerful words are. And we know that he created us in his image, in his likeness, so that we have the same power. And we see that uh, this was a lesson that we needed to learn. That's why it's here in scripture that our belief is directly tied into what we're able to see. Now, we're not going to, uh, we're not blaming you for where you are right now. But what we're giving you is ammunition to create change in your life by what you believe. Now, we, we've heard things about the placebo effect and all types of things like that. But God's word is more powerful than that. God's word is backed. He says that he honors his name, his word, sorry, above his very name. So he's saying that when he says something, when he gives a word, you could take it to the bank. He is, he, he said he couldn't swear by any other. So he swear on his own name that whatever he says is what goes. And so I just love it that um, we can learn so much. For us to be able to move ahead in life and not and not stay stagnant and not let the storms beat us down so much that we lose all faith and that we lose our belief. Because if we become hopeless, that's when we fall into despair and that's when we fall into depression and that's when we give up. And so we don't just want to have a media, um, a life that's just mediocre because our faith is mediocre. We want a life that is uh, full and vibrant because our faith and our belief is, is full and is vibrant. And we're believing God for great things. And we keep moving forward in the things that he has for us uh, because faith goes. So we're going to talk a little, about, a, a little bit about that. As I, as I sat down preparing this and I wrote uh, Faith Goes. The reason I wrote that is I realized that as God was, um, as Jesus was talking to this centurion, he said something. The first thing he said, which was amazing to me, is he said, go. And then after he said, go, he said, as you believe, so will it be done unto you. So what I found amazing when I said faith goes is that the first thing this guy had to do was he had to go. 
He had to make a step to show his belief. But what we do sometimes is we try to wait for our faith to get high, uh, for our belief to get high. We, we try to wait to see if we can figure out all the steps ahead. You know, if you wait to have everything in place and you all you want to do is sit and you want to plan and you want to you want everything. I'm not saying you, you don't plan because I always teach uh, planning. But sometimes we use planning as a crutch because sometimes we use prayer as a clutch too as well. So we want to plan and we want to pray for 20 years before we step out and do what we know God called us to do. Because sometimes God's calling you to have faith and to step out in order for you to see the, the amazing miracles that he has for us. And so with this centurion, Jesus said, go and then as you believe it's going to be done. If he never went, it would never be done because because going is a is a faith move. Is a, it, it shows that you have some level of faith in what you're believing for. And so if you're believing to be healed, you're going to have to make a, 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 a step somehow to show that, okay, God, even if the first move you make is with your mouth and say, I believe you. I believe that by your stripes, I was healed. Don't just believe that God can heal you. Believe that he has, that he's already taken a stripe on his back for your healing. I know it's not, he did it for the world, but I want us to focus in on, focus on you right now. On, a, on that area where you're needing that miracle to happen. You're needing that shift to take place. Realize that it's already done. Once you go to him, you can call it a done deal. You know, because he says that, wow. When, when the guy came to him and said, you know what, Lord? You don't even have to come to my house. All you got to do is say the word and I know it's a done deal. That's how we need to be. So you don't need for me to literally come through the radio, lay hands on you and heal you. You have to believe that by the sound of my voice and as I activate the faith through the power of the Holy Spirit and I decree and declare that you are healed in your body right now. Just like the centurion, if you can say, I believe it is done already. That's how the healing, that's how the shift takes place. Now, the Bible is not a fairy tale. God's power is, is as real and as powerful today as it was back then. So whatever the area is, whatever the storm is that's raging in your life right now, whether it's oppression, depression, I don't care what it's called. It's not more powerful than our God. Because he says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So we know that God is in you and he is Jehovah Rapha, which is the God who heals. So that means you have healing inside of you. You have the healer living inside of you. And to activate healing, activate deliverance from addictions or oppression or lack I can I can just speak boldly over your life right now because I know the power of God and I know that what he says he will do 
He will not let oppression, depression, sickness. He will not let anything get the glory over him. He's going to ensure that he is the one who is going to get the glory. And so with a God like that, we have to make it easy for, for, for ourselves, make it easy for, for ourselves just by believing in him and what he says. So you might be saying, why is she talking so much about believing? Because your belief is tied in to your miracle. Your belief is tied in to getting that dream fulfilled, to moving forward with the next step. Because the opposite of belief is fear. And what fear will do is that it will keep you stuck. You, you won't be able to move. You're going to try to move forward, but you're going to find that without belief, you, you're not able to move forward in the things that you need to move forward in. And so I just want to be able to encourage you, you know, don't accept a life of mediocrity that comes from fear, fear of failure, or just fear of, man, I don't know if God wants to heal me. I don't know if God wants me free. That is not the question. That is not the question. Jesus never went to anybody and told, and they came to him with a need and he said no. He never said no. And he's not saying no to you today. What he's reminding you of today is, as you believe, so it will be done unto you. So it's our responsibility and our jobs right now and mine as well is to inspire you and to encourage you to believe. And so I don't want to just tell you, hey, believe. I want to be able to give you some, some quick um, tips as to how it is that you can increase your faith and how it is that you can believe so that you can be able to receive um, from God what it is that he has for you. And so the main thing that I found, I'm going to say what, what works for me, and I know it, it's going to work for you as well, is to use uh, scripture. Because we know that this is not a matter of being religious. It's a matter of going to the source, the source of all things to get the word. Because we know the word is what is the greatest change agent. And the scripture says that faith comes by hearing hearing the word of God. So we know if we hear the word, it'll be able to, we'll be able to increase our faith. And by increasing our faith, we'll be able to believe for more. And so uh, I like to be able to share out, for example, in my planners, if you go to uh, planmygreatness.com, I have a daily planner where you can go in and every day as you look at your to-do list, there's affirmations that you can say out loud over your life. Like God has made me great and we just use scriptures to show the greatness of God in us or, or the strength that God has given us, etc. So we know that using scripture to meditate on, to say God's word, uh, because, you know, speaking the word helps us to believe even more. And so as I, as I want to, to go through this with you today, as I'm believing God with you, I just wanted to share from Isaiah 45. I know you don't, you don't have to turn there, but I just want you to see where I'm get, getting my, uh, my faith and my inspiration, what's, what I'm using to build up. So Isaiah 45 is a great starting point because he, all God says is, listen, I have chosen you. You are my anointed. And basically, this is how this is going to go down. 
So this is what God says. God says that I have um, opened the door for you. I have opened doors. And he says, I will make the crooked path straight. So this is just a great um, test for you. Something you can try even right now. Something you can put in effect today with your current situation that you're going through. So imagine this. So my inspiration today as I was doing this devotion for myself on my own, even before I thought about sharing it with you, um, was as I read Isaiah 45, this just uh, inspired me so much because I realized that what God says is he was talking to a, a nation and a lot of times it just shows God's character. And God was saying to Cyrus, I have chosen you. You are my anointed. And we know that throughout scripture, God tells us repeatedly, like he told Jeremiah, I have chosen you. And so you too was chosen for a purpose. And so this goes to, to us as well individually. And so God says, I will open doors for you. So you're thinking, okay, if I open the scripture and I read that God says, I will open doors for you. How does that, in, how does, how's that, sorry, how does that increase my belief? It's simple. So instead of going out and thinking, I have to create opportunities for myself, I get to realize that God has already created opportunities for me. And so I can walk out with belief, believing that, wow, opportunities are there waiting for me. So when I wake up in the morning, I can be excited about life because I can, I can say, wow, opportunities are waiting for me. God has already opened doors of opportunities for me. And so that's just one example of how knowing God's word can help increase our belief so we could believe for more. And then further down, I'll give you another example. It says in um, the, same, the same chapter, I think in verse 2, it says, I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. Now, how would that pertain to you? And so with me reading something like this this morning, and as I do, uh, as I meditate on that scripture about, you know, what is God saying to me? Then I realized that even through the tough times, even though I can't see the way, they, they call it that he will make the crooked path straight. Sometimes we're facing situation that just seems unbearable. It seems complicated. We don't know how we will make it through. God is saying that, listen, I have gone ahead of you and this impossible situation that you're seeing in front of you, I have smoothed it out already. But the problem comes in when we believe that he can smoothing the situation for us, but we don't believe that he has done it already. And so I want for us to believe today that whatever we're facing God not only can, but he has. He has already opened doors of opportunities for you. He has already gone ahead of you and made the crooked path straight, which means everything in front of you is clear. The coast is clear. I know in the beginning we started off with the storm. It's raging in your life, but now I'm here to tell you the coast is clear. So God has, God has given you tonight or today, he's given you the all clear sign. He's saying that, listen, not only can I, I have already done this for you. Now, your job is to believe 
that it's already done. Because as you believe, so shall it be done. That is not my words. But it is my responsibility to believe those words. And it's also my responsibility to share that faith with you. To help you increase your faith. So I really pray today and I hope that this has been an encouragement to you. That whatever you're facing today, God's word is, re- is here to remind you that not only can he, but he has already done this amazing miracle in your life. So just step out. And as he said, he said, go. Because your faith has already cleared the way in front of you. And your belief is there. It's building as I'm talking and as you keep reading and rereading what it is that I've been sharing out, your belief is increasing. So you can leave from just living a life of mediocrity to living a life of greatness because the great one lives inside of you. So we'll talk again next time. And until then, go. Your faith has made you whole.